Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What is wrong with people? I mean, I'm sorry, I don't want to start out the episode of this podcast this way, but I just have to ask that question. What is wrong with people? So I work two jobs, and my second job, I work in the evenings and on the weekends, and I'm working for a a major pharmacy chain. And as I'm recording this, I am working today. I'm, I'm out on my my lunch break, and I I am stocking shelves today. That's, that is one of the tasks I am doing today. And we get all of our goods, quote-unquote goods. Some of it comes in boxes, but a majority of it comes in these totes. And so I'll take two of the totes, and I'll set them on a cart. I'll wheel the cart out into the aisle that I'm, that I'm stocking the shelves for, and I'll have these two open totes on the cart, and I'm working out of them. So at one point, I have to walk away because I have to go help a customer with some stuff and do some things. And then I come back and somebody had come along and thrown two crumpled up, used Kleenexes, facial tissues into one of my open totes. They had come back from the pharmacy, I'm assuming, blown their nose and thrown the used uh, tissue, facial tissues into my tote. Why? Why would they do that? Why? Here's the thing. This is a place of business. And as a requirement, business places have what they, they're these things. They're these, these receptacles that typically sit on the floor and they have a bag inside of them and they are used to collect refuse, trash cans. And All you have to do is ask anyone in the store, hey, is there a trash can around? They could have turned right around back to pharmacy four steps away. Hey, could do you have a trash can I can throw these into? Or like a normal person could have just shoved them in their freaking pockets and thrown them away later. But no, they have to throw them into one of my open totes. And I looked at them and I had to pick them up and throw them away. And then I washed my hands and I told my boss, I'm going to lunch. Let's start the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
welcome to another episode of the Stephen or Else podcast. I'm your host, and that makes me Stephen. So this week, we're doing the month-end wrap-up. I started that in April. We're continuing it. Wait a minute. It is April. What am I talking about? I started it in March. Now that we're in April, I'm going to continue it. I am doing this without notes. You can probably tell. Normally, I have six to ten pages worth of notes that go over everything I want to talk about on one particular topic. But for my month-end wrap-ups, I'm not just talking about one thing. I'm going to talk about many things. So instead of then a big book full of notes in regard to every topic I want to talk about, all I have is a half page of notes with the topics bullet, bullet pointed in front of me, which means I have to come up. I have to come up with all this off the top of my head. And I've started this show. This is the third time that I've started this show because I am at a point in the day, apparently, where my brain has decided to just, you know what? It's done. It's you stick a fork in it. It's done. And that worries me a little because I need to, if I don't record this today, then tomorrow is my last chance. So while I'm worried, I'm not really worried because if I can't get this done today, I can do it tomorrow. But I'd really rather get it done today. That way I have plenty of time to put it together once it's recorded. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Instead, let's not worry about that and let's just move on into the episode. Let's, let's get on our bikes and we'll pedal furiously up this steep hill. And we'll, let's see what's on the other side, shall we? So first, according to my notes here, I would like to, uh, to talk about me for a minute. That's, that's probably something you don't get a lot in podcasting, people talking about themselves. I mean, that's not why podcasts were invented. They're not invented to talk about themselves. People, people don't do that on podcasts. But I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to talk about me for you because I love you people. You're, you're, you're my favorites. So basically, I just want to uh, talk about a couple of things that I got going on that are outside of the Stephen or Else podcast, other things that you might enjoy. Uh, for example, The Adventures of Norman, Oklahoma. So this is a book that I've been writing, and I've been writing and releasing it online as a web serial. You can get it over. I have a website just dedicated to The Adventures of Norman, Oklahoma. The, no, the, the link will be in the show notes, but it's Norman, Oklahoma dot Stephen or else.com. You can also read it over on Wattpad. If you're a Wattpad user, just search for the adventures of Norman, Oklahoma, and you'll find it. But currently, so I started this a long time ago and I had gotten 47 installments of the story or the adventures, I should say, because it's, it's many stories. For example, those first 47 installments are really three different stories that are combined to tell one long story. And once I got those 47 installments done, I put them all together and I published them in The Adventures of Norman, Oklahoma, Volume 1, which you can get through Amazon or Barnes & Noble or pretty much any online book retailer. You can get that in both ebook or paperback form. I'm going to tell you, though, here in a moment, I'm going to tell you how you can get the ebook for free. We'll get to that in a second. So you can already, I mean, it's already available for free if you want to read it online through Wattpad or through my website. 
but I just put up installment number 55. I just put that up this week and we have started a new story. So the first 47 installments, what makes up volume one is uh, three basics, three stories. There's the walrus of death. There is uh, a story uh, called Goblin Town. And then um, the Brotherhood or the, the Church of Minos. I didn't name them. They're not titled at all in the book. Originally, they were three different stories that when I, I sat down to uh, do this web serial style, I ended up combining them into one big. So they kind of flow in and out of each other as one big story. But that's what the Walrus of Death, Goblin Town, and the Church of Minos. Uh, then I stopped. I started to uh, develop volume two, and I'd come up with a story that I had mapped out called uh, In the Undead of the Night, which do, it does involve zombies. Um, and then I decided I wanted to put something before it. So I wrote a, a shorter story called a Fairy Tale. And I got stuck as I was trying to finish that one. And so then I walked away. And that's, that's the way I write. I will be very prolific for, you know, a month, two months, a year and a half, however long. When the, when I, when the juices are flowing creatively, I sit down and I write and I get a bunch of stuff out of me. And then eventually I hit a wall and I stop. And once I hit that wall, I can't go back until, until I can. And there's no way for me to know when that's going to happen. It just happens. And so I was getting volume two ready. I'd written one story for it. I was working on the second story and I hadn't, I, I had, I, I had started posting that first story and then I hit the wall. And so I walked away. Well, recently it all started coming back to me. And so now I'm back to posting weekly. We're up to installment number 55. Fairy Tale is the first book, the first story in volume two, and it was five installments. Uh, now we're into In the Undead of the Night. We're just three installments into that. So I invite you to go out there and read them. Again, you can read them for free over at normanoklahoma.stevenorels.com or at Wattpad. Or you can purchase the paperback or the ebook over at Amazon or Barnes and Noble or Google Books or wherever. But if you sign up for my mailing list, I'm going to give you a copy of the ebook for free. And that's, you'll get a Kindle version if you have the Kindle or the Kindle app. If you have any other type of e-reader or app, like such as uh, the Google Books app um, or the Nook app, I'll give you that version because basically you've, when it comes to e-readers, you've got the Kindle and then you've got everything else. They're two different file types. And then if that's not enough, I'm also going to give you a PDF copy if you just want to read the PDF. And all you have to do is sign up for my mailing list. Now, if you want to sign up for my mailing list, the, again, I'll put this, the link in the show notes. But if you go over to the website, stevenrls.com, along the side of the website, you will find a box that says, get a free book. And you can sign up for my mailing list there. What are you going to get out of my mailing list? Well, this was designed, this was a mailing list I put together for people who follow my writing. So you're not going to get a lot of podcast talk through the mailing list at this point. Maybe in the future, I don't know. But right now, it's just all about the writing. And I used to send out a weekly newsletter called Let Me Clear My Throat. Because I used to, before I, until recently, 
for a while back, I had a lot of stuff going on. I'm starting to get back into having a lot of stuff going on. But when it came to my writing, I had three different web serials that I was doing, plus a web comic. I'm down to just one web serial, which is The Adventures of Norman, Oklahoma. But eventually the other two will come back. I don't want to talk about them because they're, they're just, they're, they're sitting there in hiatus for the moment. When they come back, I will, I will, I'll, I'll talk about them. But that's what you're going to get out of signing up for my mailing list. Um, semi-regular emails about what's going on with my writing. All right, so beyond that, I just want to remind everybody about Event or Else. This is one of my other podcasts in which I go through almost every major Marvel and DC event, one issue at a time, once a week. Of course, we're still on our first event, and that's Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars from 84-85. Episode 9 just came out. That means we're on issue number 9, so that means we're, we're coming to a close for that event. And then it's going to be on to Crisis on Infinite Earths. So I hope you join me for that. You can find that out anywhere that podcasts are played. Speaking of podcasts, some of you may remember that a decade ago, I used to do a show called Just Another Fanboy. Well, I found the first 70 or so episodes. I can't remember how many I did, but I feel like it was 160, 190. I don't quite remember. And I know I have all those episodes on a DVD somewhere at the house. I just don't feel like tearing the house up at this point looking for them. But I ran into a flash drive that had like the first 70 or so on there. And so I, I, I created a new feed. You can find that also at iTunes or Google Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify. Anywhere the podcasts are played, just another fanboy. And the first three episodes are up there. I'm putting a new episode up every week, every Thursday. So event or else comes out every Wednesday. Frankly, if you look at my week, you can have something new from me every week if you wanted to be that committed. Let me tell you how that's going to work. Every Monday, you're getting an episode of the Stephen or Else podcast. If you're a patron, if you support me for as little as a dollar a month over on Patreon, then every Tuesday, you're getting an episode of my other podcast. And that is called My Other Podcast. We'll talk about that in a minute. Every Wednesday, you're going to get event or else. Every Thursday, you're going to get both the Adventures of Norman, Oklahoma prose web serial and an old episode of Just Another Fanboy. And then every Friday, you're getting another episode of my other podcast. So every day of the work week, if you are that committed, you could get something new from me. So let's talk about the Patreon for a moment, okay? Because I added two new goals up there. So currently, I use some of that money from Patreon to pay for a Comixology Unlimited subscription so that I could read comics. And I like Comixology Unlimited. They just don't have everything that I want to read. And I'm not, I'll be honest with you, I'm not as interested in reading the new books, not because I'm, I don't like any of this new stuff. I don't like what's going on. I don't, you know, I just, I'm just not all that interested. I don't know why. I mean, I'll read them eventually as they come to places like Comixology Unlimited, but I'm not in any hurry. I'm sure I'll enjoy them just fine. There are stories, the Jason Aaron's run on Thor, for example. I'm, I, I really, I, I'm looking forward to reading that and I will get to it eventually, but it's just not something I'm in a huge hurry to do at this point because I'm reading these older books. Uh, but I want to read more of the older books. I'm kind of reliving my childhood right now. 
And so I put some new goals up on, on Patreon. The first goal is, so right now I'm at $25 a month. If we can get to $35 a month, then I'll take some more of that money that I get through Patreon and I'll join the DC Comics subscription service. Um, I'm not currently, well, I am actually, I'm currently a member because I signed up for their seven-day trial and then I forgot when I signed up and didn't get it canceled in time. So they charged me for the first month. So I'm, I'm through DC right now for at least a month. But unless we can get up to $35 a month over on the, on the Patreon, then after a month, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to cancel that subscription. Uh, but I have been enjoying reading some of the older books out there. I did a, a, a talk about Blue Beetle number one from 1986 on just this past Friday episode of my other podcast. And I want to be able to do more of that stuff. But I need to be able to have access to these old books to get it. So if we can get to $35 a month over at the Patreon, I'll do the DC service. If we can get to $45 a month on the Patreon, then I'll sign up for Marvel Unlimited. And then I should be able to really do some of the stuff that I would really like to do with this podcast. Again, it does involve the older books. Uh, and that's, you know, I, I ask myself, how can I stand out against the other the other comic book podcast. And I guess that would be talking about old books because everybody's talking about what's current, but that's of course not as big of a draw, I guess, as talking about new books, but you know what? I'm still having fun. So that's what's going over on the Patreon. So if you've been thinking about it, you're not quite sure if you want to join up, that gives you two reasons that maybe you might want to start supporting me is that, um, that I'll get to read some more books. But more than that, I'll be able to talk about him and I'll be able to do more with the show uh, because I'm, I'm able to read more older books. And of course, if you do join up with the Patreon, as I said, you're going to get access to my other podcast, which releases twice a month. The Tuesday, twice a month, twice a week. The Tuesday episodes are more behind the scenes. Not well, you know, it's kind of, I talk about stuff that's going on with the show, what I want to do the stuff that I've tried that I know has failed, um, ideas that I might want to do later, you know, stuff like that. And then the Friday episodes, I'm usually just talking about a single issue. So a dollar a month is all I'm asking for, patreon.com slash Stephen R. Okay, so that's all, that's all the stuff that's about me. Let's talk about some other stuff. And I think I would be remiss if I don't mention Avengers end game. Cause honestly, I don't feel like anybody's talking about it. I'm not, I haven't seen a lot about the movie. And of course, you know, I'm being facetious cause that stuff is everywhere. I was in the kitchen the other morning getting ready for work. My wife, Karen, she was in the kitchen with me. The TV was on good morning. America was on and they were talking about Avengers end game and not, they weren't doing a piece on it. They were just, they were sitting around their little desk and they were doing the morning talk. And somebody mentioned, have you gotten your tickets yet for Avengers Endgame? And then they talked about all the, you know, the websites breaking and with people trying to get their advanced tickets. And I just looked at Karen. I said, can you, I never could have imagined when I was a kid that not only would they be making great movies about these characters that I love, but that they would be so popular that they would just be everywhere, that everybody would be talking about them. And it just, man, it made me feel, it just made me feel good to be a nerd. And 
while I'm looking forward to the movie, I do have to wait till it comes out on DVD. Infinity War, I waited for the DVD on that one, and I managed to go that entire time without being spoiled. So I think I can do it again with Endgame. I think I can avoid spoilers. The goal is just not to, anytime I, I see a headline that has the letter A followed by the letter V, I just move on. I just scroll past it as quickly as possible. It's not easy, but I seem to be able... I got it done then. I'm going to do it now. And, and hopefully I can get into that movie without being spoiled. Now, I would like to go see it in the theater, but there's two things I need before I could do that. Time and money. I don't have either of those, so I'll have to wait till it comes out on DVD. I've been reading more of my Conan book. I have a Conan book that is all the short stories. I got an amazing deal through Kindle. I got it for 99 cents. And I just finished uh, the third story, and it just keeps getting better and better and better. Conan is one. Conan is one of these characters that was always he was always somebody I I I was aware of. I had seen the movies. I had seen Conan the Destroyer multiple times. I'd only seen Conan the Barbarian once or twice. I enjoyed the movie, but this I'm talking about when I was a kid because they used to play. Conan the Destroyer on TBS like all the time. And for some reason, I think it was all the talk with the new Conan books coming to uh, Marvel Comics uh, late last year. I was really interested in wanting to check out some of the, just some of the prose, some of Robert E. Howard's writings. And uh, so I'm searching on the Kindle and here's, here's, here's something, here's some advice I could give to you. If you're interested in something, search for it on Amazon. Do some searches because when I did my, my initial search for books, for Conan books, I did find one collection that had everything, but it was like 50 bucks. And I said, pass. And then a month later, I get an email from Amazon that says, hey, here's a, an ebook collection of all the Conan stories. And right now it's only 99 cents. And I couldn't pass that up. And they never would have sent me that had I not done any kind of search. So I would advise, even if you can't afford something and you're just looking, you know, you're just looking, search for it. Because if it goes on sale, you're, you're probably going to get a notification. I've been watching a lot of TV when I can. I'm not always able to watch TV because I, I work two jobs, of course. But let me tell you about some of the stuff that I have been watching. Season two of The Orville I've, I've managed to stay on top of that thanks to Hulu. And that is just, just a simply amazing, simply amazing. It's a simply amazing show. The second season has been so much better than the first season. I, I have to admit that for a while there, as the first season was ending and the second season was starting, I was getting annoyed. If you watch the show, you'll know that there's a lot of focus on the character of Bordas and I was getting kind of tired. Oh, here's another episode that something crazy about Bordas and his people. But while they did have an episode in the second season that is all about Bordas and the Mocklins, a lot of it has been just side, just, you know, like B or C story stuff. And he is just, he's like the single greatest character on that show. There was an episode where somebody convinced him he should grow a mustache. So he spent the episode with a mustache on. That's it. That's the premise of his story in that episode. He grew a mustache and it was so funny. There was an episode where they open up a time capsule 
from 2015 and there's a pack of cigarettes in there and Bordas takes one out and he gives it a smell and he finds it interesting and the next thing you know he and his mate are addicted to nicotine and they have to quit there's just some really good stuff with Bordas in there and so if you haven't watched the Orville here's the thing I'm going to say about the Orville if you're a fan of Star Trek the Next Generation and you haven't started watching the Orville you're doing yourself a disservice if you have seen the previews and you said to yourself ah oh, this is Seth MacFarlane he does Family Guy skip you're doing yourself a disservice if you've seen the previews and you said this is a ripoff of Star Trek the Next Generation pass you're doing yourself a disservice this is an amazing show and it, yes, it has funny moments. There is humor injected into it. And a lot of it is, but well, it's not like Family Guy humor. It's not just fart jokes. This is, this is a really good show. It has some really great stories. And, and it is something that I highly recommend. I just read the other day, just yesterday, as I record this, uh, I'm recording this on Thursday, that in May... We're going to get Supernatural Season 14 on Net on Netflix. I think it's like May 3rd. That's coming up really quick. So I need to get back in and watch Season 13 probably. I think I should probably watch all of Season 13 to be ready for Season 14. There's a big part of me that just wants to go back and watch all 13 seasons again. But I think I'll be okay if I just watch Season 13 to get ready for Season 14. But... You're probably going to get some supernatural talk on these month-end episodes because that is simply one of my favorite shows ever. And we learned that season 15 is going to be the last season. And while that makes me sad, 15 seasons, that's a lot of freaking episodes. But I'm just amazed that not only have they made it that far, each season has been good. Some seasons are better than the others. But each season has been good. There has not been a season yet that I feel like, maybe except for the first one. The first, it does take about a season and a half to really get in, to, 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 to even kind of get into Supernatural. That's the thing. And it's, it's hard for people to think about because they're looking at it and they're going, There's 14, they're on their 14th season. You want me to start a show that's got at least 14 seasons out there? And then knowing that, you know what? You're you're going to need to get at least halfway into the second season before you really start to to like it. And then you're going to have to get into the third season before you're really going to like it. I mean, it starts to get its legs underneath it somewhere near the end of the first season. It starts to really pick up speed in the second season, but by season by season 3, they're running full out and they they haven't stopped yet. And they learn at one point that they that they can't take themselves too seriously. And I think that's what saved the show is they have episodes every now and again in, during a season that just doesn't take themselves seriously at all. And it just it's such a good show. It's one of my favorites. The last TV show I want to talk about is The Passage. I watched the first season of The Passage on Hulu. I don't know if there's going to be a second season. Apparently this is based on a, a trilogy of books that I've never read, but I started watching it. I avoided it at first because it's got Zach from Say by the Bell in it. He's all grown up and he's beating people up. He's like a, a federal agent and stuff. So I avoided it at first because I just couldn't take it seriously because I could not 
unsee Zach from Saved by the Bell. But then I saw a commercial on Hulu that said the entire first season is on there. And I saw that it was on about vampires, which I'm not too hip on vampires, but it, it's also about the end of the world. And I'm really into post-apocalyptic type stuff. And I'm also really into, into the stories that lead up to the apocalypse and then the, the, then the post-apocalypse. I'm, I'm, I'm into all that. It's one of the reasons... It's one of the reasons why I really enjoyed Akira. Not the not the movie, but the ser- the comic series is because it's it leads up to the apocalypse and then you see the post-apocalypse and it's really good. And that's the passage was okay. It ended kind of weird. Um and if they do make a season 2, I probably will check out season 2. But it it was all right. If you're into vampires and you're into the end of the world, you'd probably enjoy it. I don't know that I would, I'm not going to recommend it. You know, I'm not going to push it, but it was okay. It was all right. What is your favorite thing in the world? Comics. Yes. Comics! No, 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 wait, tell me about comics. You know what really chaps my hide? I'm gonna I'm gonna get angry here for a moment. Because I I talked earlier how I'm not I well, I may have talked earlier about it. I said in the beginning of the episode that I've done the, the first 15 minutes of the show three times. So I can't remember if I talked about this earlier or not, but I don't read new books and it has nothing to do with, I often worry that people think that the reason I don't read new books is because I'm one of these guys out there on the internet that are filled with hate over um, Thor being changed into a woman or um, there being a Muslim Ms. Marvel. I, I have read a little of that Ms. Marvel series and I love it. I, I have no issue with any of that stuff. I'm just not, I'm finding it hard to get into the newer books because I don't know where to start. And what makes me angry with these two big comic book companies right now is that they're not making it, they don't make it easy for a new reader. And I'll give you a perfect example. DC rebirth. So you would think based on the title alone, based on the fact that they're rebooting DC continuity after their failed new 52 reboot, that here is where you want to jump on. This is where new readers want to come into DC rebirth. Number one. Well, it's available through Comixology Unlimited. And and I only started reading it because I had started reading Green Arrow Rebirth, the first volume, and I was enjoying it. And I started reading the Blue Beetle uh, Rebirth, first volume. And I, I didn't get very far into Blue Beetle Rebirth when I thought to myself, you know what, maybe I should read DC Rebirth number one. Because that, uh, my thought, my idea... My belief was that that would lead us into all these other titles and tell us why DC is going through a rebirth. So, Rebirth number one, it's available on Comixology Unlimited. I download it. 
I start to read it. And right away at the bottom of the first page, it says, you must read Justice League number 50 and Superman 52 before you read any further. And so right away, I'm annoyed. Okay, DC Rebirth number one. And it's telling me on the first page that I need to read these two other issues before I go any further. So I let out a big sigh. And I go and find these two other issues. I, I use the, the DC Universe app thing because, as I said, I'm a member of that now for a month. And both of those issues are the final issues of, you know, it's like the end of Superman, the final issue, part five of five. And the Justice League is something, the final issue, part six of six. And so now I'm feeling like, okay, not only do I have to read these two issues to understand what's going on in DC Rebirth number one, I have to read like now 11 or 12 issues just to understand. And I'm, and I'm automatically, I'm angry. And I said, okay, that's enough for DC Rebirth. Next, let me go back to some old Alpha Flight, right? I shouldn't, why, why would they do that? Why would they make it? Now, okay, here's the thing. You might be listening to this and you might say to me, hey, Stephen, calm down, buddy. I've read DC Rebirth, man. I haven't read any of that other stuff. I've read DC Rebirth number one. You really don't have to read those. And that may not be the case. And if that's not, why? but still, why would they put that on the first page? Why would they make the reader believe that they have to read all this other crap just to enjoy what should be the issue that brings in brand new readers. Well, that tells me that they're not interested in bringing in new readers. And it, it just makes me angry. But let's get back. Let's get away from the angry. I don't really have a lot of comic talk in this episode. I had a bunch of stuff lined up that I wanted to read and I didn't have time to read. Um, Bone Parish, number one. I am hearing wonderful things about that book it's written by Colin Bunn. I'm not sure who drew it. I'm not sure who the artist, and I'm not sure who, who anybody else involved in this book. Uh, Colin Bunn, you know, really that's all I need to know, but I've been hearing really good things about it, and it came up as available through Comixology Unlimited, so I borrowed it, and I haven't had a chance to read it. Uh, the new issue of Grumble isn't out. I'm not sure why that hasn't happened yet. I'm sure it'll drop the moment... I'm done recording this episode, so I haven't read that one yet. And I was going to read, I, I got through Comixology Unlimited, uh, Kiss the Elder, Volume 1. I have started to read that. I have been really leery about reading any of the Kiss comics from IDW because based on the previews, they're, they're, just, they're not for me. But considering that Kiss is one of my all-time favorite bands... I feel like I have to read some Kiss comics, right? So I, I downloaded this and I, I'm, I'm giving it a try. But like I said, I'm only a couple of pages into it and I haven't gone back. So maybe that'll, maybe that'll tell you something about how good or how bad the book is. I don't know. But I am going to give it more of a try. Um, a few issues, a few episodes back, I talked about three comiXology original titles that apparently not not many of you find that interesting at all because that's like the least downloaded podcast episode of my entire show that no nobody 
and I don't want to say nobody, there are, there are a handful of you that have at least downloaded the episode, but nobody else seems interested. And that's, you know what? Nothing I can do about that. Uh, but these, these three titles, one of them is complete, and that's The Stone King. And I read, I finished that, it was like four issues, and it was so good. Um, anybody who's avoiding this stuff, give them a try. The, the uh, Stone Star issue number two just recently came out. Haven't had a chance to read that. Delver uh, issue three just recently came out, but I just read issue number two. And it's it's still so far, it's my favorite of the three. It's the most interesting of the three. The main character, Temerity, is getting, she as the issue number two ends, She's gone down into dungeon. She's found a partner and she's gone down into dungeon. So if you haven't listened to that episode and you're like, gone into dungeon, is he missing the word the there? No, it's called dungeon. It is a dungeon of some sort, but it's called just simply dungeon. If if you want to make sense of that, go listen to that episode, Comixology and Originals. Beyond that, I really haven't read anything. I did read, okay, so... I did read something that has led me to an idea to add to the podcast, and that is the idea of request an episode. So typically, most of my episodes deal with one particular book, and it's usually a trade. You know, it's six vol- six issues, a volume, whatever. And uh, Miskatonic, I believe it was Miskatonic, Ed, if that's wrong, you can correct me, uh, asked me on Twitter if I had read The Mighty Avengers run from Brian Michael Bendis back back in the uh like the mid 2000s cuz I remember that book coming out as I was finishing up podcasting I apologize for the interruption here but I have to break in because I remembered it incorrectly it was not Miskatonic it was not Ed that told me about this book on Twitter it was Mike Mike, I apologize. Back to the show. And uh, I mentioned to him that I had, but it's been a while. And he said he'd be really interested to hear my thoughts on it. So I, it's, it was available on Comixology Unlimited. I downloaded it. I read it. And I said, I'll talk about it in our, in our uh, episode 36, our wrap-up for the month. But I have a lot of things to say about it. So I'm not going to do that here because I want to be able to devote an entire issue to those six. Jeez, I keep saying issue when I want to say episode. Um, If you really want to hear me go insane, uh, it's moments like that where I want to say episode, but it comes out as issue. Or I want to say issue and it comes out as episode. When my brain doesn't do what I want it to do, it makes me insane. It makes me insane. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to breathe for a second. I want to dedicate an entire episode to those six issues. And that gave me an idea. If you, if you have a run and you know it's available at Comixology Unlimited or even through Hoopla... Shoot me an email at stephenrls at gmail.com and request an episode. And if I read it and I like it, I'll do an entire episode and I'll give you credit 
there on the episode. That's that's all that's been going on this week. I've just been working and watching TV and trying to read comics as I can. Uh, next week should be the next Superman episode, Reign of the Superman, but I don't I don't know if I'm going to be 100% ready for that. So I may go ahead and do my Wolverine episode next week, which was planned for this this month in April, and I had to skip it. So who knows what you're going to get next week, but that's, I guess, you know, that's a cliffhanger. But uh, hey, I want to thank you for listening to the Stephen R. Else podcast. It does mean a whole heck of a lot. If you have any comments, if you want to say anything, you know what? I've already talked about the email address. I've already talked about Patreon. You can follow me at Twitter or Instagram by searching for Stephen or else. There's really not much more for me to say uh, other than I really do enjoy doing this podcast. And I like that there are people out there that are willing to listen. So that's all I got to say. I'm Stephen and this has been my podcast. Be nice to each other. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.